Okay, we are on day number 132. And I'm praying by the grace of God to make it to 180. <laughs> it, it, it's so interesting um, how things affect uh, my mind is that uh, doing a recording on a daily basis is not so uh, challenging except when I start start thinking when I start thinking about all of the days involved 180 versus daily 180 would rack up but thank God we had 132 and um, I have a vein of material that I'll be working on um, along this line as God continues to give direction but here here and in, in based on our contemporary situation we We've been looking at spiritual warfare. We're looking at, um, we have looked at some of the powerful things that an individual can do to change society, and that is by changing themselves. We have to be the change that we are looking for in society. Society changes as we as individuals change. Well, the other thing we are faced with with so many things happening around us and everyone reaching out for solutions here, there, and everywhere, um, we, we come to understand that there is no political solution to a spiritual problem that has to sink in our hearts and our minds and our spirit. No political solution to a spiritual problem, right? We, we have to understand that that is true. Um, as much as I would like to see one, and as much as I am involved in supporting uh, political movements and civil activities and those kind of things, um, the final solution and the end game must be and always will be spiritual. This, this is literally a battle between kingdoms. And so when I make adjustments in my life to change and be the change, to live with, with mercy and justice, to love God with all my heart and my neighbor as myself, right? When I make those shifts like that, I am operating in kingdom principles, okay? And I am, so whatever I am doing must end up in a way that God can honor, God can be a part of, and also it brings people into the kingdom. There are no political solutions to a spiritual problem. There are political solutions to political problems. You got it? Yes. Now, why is that? Because the God of this world, and, and the Bible does say there's a God of this world. The God of this world is in conflict with the God of heaven and earth. And they do not and cannot co-govern. They, they don't, man. Satan was kicked out of heaven. There's only one God on the throne, right? So Satan sits on the throne of this earth, except for the kingdom of God being operated and on this earth and working through your life. But Satan and our Father in Heaven have two different agendas. 
See, God wants to rule us through love, honor, and our understanding that his way is best and good for us. So we would choose to serve him. Satan wants to rule us by any means necessary. Man, that's a dangerous statement. People don't think about it when they say it. Because that includes deception. That includes manipulation. That includes slavery. That includes captivity. That includes dominance. Satan is the ultimate pimp. And while pimps may look glorious on the outside and flashy, the cars, the clothes, and all that kind of thing, what they are doing to those they are pimping is horrible. Satan is the supreme slave master. And we tend to forget that no matter how nice the slave master treated the slaves, the bottom line was the slave was never valued as a person who should be free to choose their own destiny. The slave must be made to submit and stay and be so manipulated and controlled by mind and life that even when released, the slave would go back to being dominated and controlled by someone else. The Bible says that there is spiritual wickedness in high places. And so that's why there is no political solution to a spiritual problem, but there are spiritual solutions to the world's problem that have also political implications. Yes. And so as we, as the body of Christ, as members of the kingdom of God, lock in to the heart of God, listen, listen, and get our instructions for today, we begin to operate at a spiritual level that brings erosion and decay to the kingdom of darkness. And it's hap it happens a little at a time. Think about it. Get the graphic in your mind of it like this. You've seen the videos or you can go and watch them and look at where there's a beautiful mansion sitting on the edge of a cliff and the rain comes and beats down on it and the, the, the cliff begins to crumble and eventually the mansion begins to crumble. That's what we're talking about. The reign of God. The reign of the Holy Spirit, the, the movement of your life and voice against the kingdom of God. You're speaking the word of God into the atmosphere. You're living as a man and woman of God. You're loving people to life. It erodes the kingdom of darkness and it begins to crumble. And as we all do that, as we all shout unto the Lord as we all worship, as we all celebrate, as we all live as the army of God. God directs us in strategic ways. We show up with a word of release, with the word of freedom, and the kingdoms of this world become the kingdoms of our God and of his Christ. So no matter what's going on today, don't, don't get bent out of shape at the political solution 
good, bad, whether it's going whether it's going for you or against you, or in as as our mind we choose our different sides. Fine, choose your side, all of that kind of thing, but know, but know in your heart that there is no political solution to a spiritual problem. We all we all must bow at the feet of Jesus and love him, worship him, and serve him by choice. Father God, we thank you for today's challenge to see the world through your eyes, that you're literally planning to destroy what we have created here. Everything humanly made will be destroyed, burned up. There will be an earth made new. So while we follow correctly your word that says occupy until we, you, you come again, and we build and make the world better, our investment is in heaven. Our investment is in you. Our investment is in following you. Thank you for helping us to fully commit to following you today. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Thank you, Lord.